Oh, goodness. Back for another week. Goodness gracious. And recording on a Saturday morning this time. Well, I have to say, I uh, I feel like drinking coffee in our new bopper flop mugs, this oh. just feels right. It does. You know, that's correct. Yeah. And uh, another big announcement is we both got vaccinated last week. Team ah! Team J and J. Personally, Team J and J. And you had like a really rough night. It sounded like. Oh, bitch! No. So, just for context, I haven't felt sick in over a year. So anything would be a little shocking. Sure. But I woke yeah. up in the middle of the night freezing cold chills yep mm-hmm. had to get an extra blanket and i put on some socks but i uh-huh. won't put on any other clothes i I, I learned that the socks is like the thing to do yes yes it's your i feel like all the heat is generated in your hands and feet and then it spreads to the rest of your body yeah because you're going like this at night yeah exactly and and, and that is doing like jazz hand kind of jazz motions hand. for those that are not on the patreon video version which may happen <laughs> someday in the future yes. But then I just had like body aches and um, I was having very lucid conversations with myself, dipping between English and French. I felt very smart, just a little loco. So was it was it like a low key MDMA trip that you had? It was euphoric for sure. Mm. Yeah, no. I didn't have any like I Nothing? had like a, a, a tickle in my throat and no I definitely or well, I, uh, last night I was supposed to be like, or like everyone was kind of hanging out and everything. And at uh-huh. 10, I was just like, everyone get out of my place. I want to go to bed. So I don't know yeah. if that was because I just didn't have enough coffee yesterday or if it was the fatigue. From I the was absolutely so tired yesterday, which very tired. Maybe today will be that day, maybe. but I, I learned, I learned from all of the people on our kickball team, like them being like, I am so in so much pain that I was like. As soon as I get home from this vaccine thing, I am going to get it. I'm going to take some J or um, some Tylenol. Mm-hmm. Then I'm going to take some more Tylenol and then I'm going to take some more Tylenol. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I had, I, I had a good night's sleep for the most part. Well, that's great. Well, unrelated to the vaccine, I did purchase a product that I'm very enthusiastic about and think that maybe could be a sponsor someday. I can't wait to hear um, I don't know if there's a lot of overlap between this product and the music industry, but um, I'm sure you know what a fleshlight is, right? Yeah, I have one. Oh, yeah. I bought a flesh track. And? It's fucking incredible. It's great. It was great. It is it great. great. So much fun. So uh, fleshlight slash flesh track. If you're listening, we'd love to do some promo. You, you know, you, you know who would be the perfect like. It wouldn't be flesh jack. You know who would be who? Adam and Eve or whatever. Oh it is. my god, Adam and Eve. You sponsor fifty percent off. Adam and Eve, look, you sponsor literally everyone on the planet. Like, just throw us a promo code, okay? You know what? Maybe, maybe some listeners should try promo code Bop or Flop. Yeah, um, our guest is holding up the product on her phone. Mine's the clear one, so you can see your dick. Oh my god! Yeah, and even even the like the um, <laughs> she's disgusted. even the flesh is clear. Yeah, it's it's called a uh, flesh jack ice. Ooh. Okay, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about that one. I do. I don't know about that one. <laughs> I'm into it. Did you did you pick record. a did you pick a certain um butthole no, to, to it be... was it was just generic bottom. I didn't want to go down <laughs> that lane of like who knows if I if I use it for a certain person I might fall in love with them 
it becomes a whole thing. You might so fall I, in love with their asshole, yeah. I, so I kept it generic and chill. They gave me a free one with my purchase. What? So I have like a second one that I'm just like, well, what? what they I don't were think doing, I need more than one. They were doing a BOGO? No, it was like every every purchase had like a free purchase to go along with. And, like it just like, and, and they just gave you another one. A random one. It, huh. I, I don't know much about like, I should look up who this... Uh, Maybe we should do a giveaway. <laughs> you know what? We could do our first giveaway. A bop or flop giveaway. <laughs> and it's not what you think. This is this is us trying to fish in that Adam and Eve. <laughs> We're going to give away. Um, it's not even the tube portion. It is literally just like the flappy flap flap. No. Yeah. <laughs> so you'd just be getting the flappy flap part. But like, you know what? Um, if, if you, if you send us a screenshot of a five-star review that you took on, on Apple podcasts, uh, we will put you an entry for the floppy flop flesh jack, um, wow thing brand new, never opened. I'm so sorry if you don't understand what this conversation is right now, but well, we are like probably like five minutes in now they've, they've had, a, they've had a chance to look up what a flesh jack is. Okay. Well, I'm sorry if you're offended, but well, I think it's time that we probably uh, do you want to talk about the album and art and, and special guests we have. Do you want to introduce the special guests? I would love to. Um, so for our album today, we're reviewing the Phoebe Ryan. Phoebe Ryan. Yeah. We're reviewing Phoebe Ryan's new album. Phoebe Ryan? That's yeah. That's her name? Yeah. Am I on the right podcast? Yeah, I think so. Phoebe Bridge. No, Phoebe Hold Ryan. On. Yeah, Hold Phoebe on. Ryan. Oh, what is going on right now? Are you guys playing a prank on me? No. Like literally, Simon, that's what we were listening to when you came over here. Phoebe Ryan. How it used to feel. She goes to Phoebe Bridgers. No, we're, we're, we're reviewing. No. There is an artist called no. Phoebe Bridgers. Shut the fuck up. But we're reviewing Phoebe Ryan. There's too many Phoebes. Simon, did, did you get your Phoebe's confused? Y'all. <laughs> I have it. I have it up on my phone as proof. I do too. It's up on my computer. <laughs> yeah. You didn't review this album? This is a prank. This is a prank. I'm calling this. I don't believe, I don't believe any of this. No, we... Good, good try, guys. No, we, we... I have my top bop and biggest flop already picked out. Well, I, I guess this fantasy will... for the record. Um, Mine is ring. <laughs> well, I guess this will be a very fun podcast that I will um, listen to and provide thoughts as they can. <laughs> <laughs> You'll just choose a random song as your top pop. There's been weeks that that's been me. Wow. This has never happened to me before. No, I, but I, Alex and I were talking and I guess that there was a time uh, that you did, you were like, what Stevie Nicks album were we going to be reviewing? And you didn't remember. That's true. But I, and we thought, we thought that you're going to get confused because, because Alex is a huge Phoebe Bridgers fan. Okay. You guys aren't joking. Yeah, we are. I knew it. I knew it. You stupid, (laughs) you stupid Oh God! I I forgot we're recording. I forgot we're recording. I was breaking. Oh, you! It was good. I just almost said some very nasty things to you people. Oh yeah. Um, I can't believe that just happened. How dare you? So special guest this week is Alex McDeiris. Do you want to give an introduction? Yes. So Alex McDeiris and I. Oh my gosh, we go. 
we go not as far back as some people, but the, we go back deep. Would you say? Yeah, it's deep. It's maybe it's yeah, very deep. That's so true. me and Alex met in college at some party. We vibed immediately, and I believe that same night I invited you to go see Gaga in Minneapolis. Yeah, we drunkenly made plans to go see Lady Gaga, and then we followed through. And we did. So we it, that was the Born This Way tour, correct? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so God, Alex and I, we've had all sorts of goopy Adventures. shenanigans all through college. <laughs> She's seen me naked on a roof. She's, I don't even remember most of the time. Well, who hasn't turned. seen you naked on a roof? That's true. That's <laughs> these days. That's nothing new, but um, yes. you're close to Friday. It's gotta be. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, please welcome into your ears, Alex McDerris. Thank you. Hi. It's beautiful to be here. Love oh to pull God. a prank so early in the morning. <laughs> I, uh, speaking of pranks, I think pranks should be made illegal. <laughs> I was A for exhibit A, that reason, but also on April Fool's when I thought that Adele's new album was coming out the next day. Yeah, and you I sent me a screenshot of that. I saw. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I immediately <laughs> texted Aaron. First, I was really pissed yeah. off because I, I was like, who do these people think they are? We record a podcast. We need more warning than a day. Okay. And I texted Aaron. <laughs> and I was like, how are we going to rearrange our schedule now? I was so Oh, it would have been fine. It would have been fine. I was so upset. No big deal. But <laughs> like when, when you did that, that's what inspired me to reach out to Alex and be like, Hey, so Simon hates Simon's pranks. Gullible. Should we pull one? <laughs> I hate them. So I'm just saying from henceforth, all pranks are illegal. Well, the good news is, is uh, this is our April Fool's episode and you just got fooled, girl. And you I, just got tricked and I got a treat. And you know yeah. what? I feel, I feel violated. <laughs> so we're actually reviewing Phoebe Bridgers. Um, yes. The album just, or Punisher, which... Um, was nominated for uh, album of the year at the Grammys mm-hmm. and she yeah, was nominated for best new artist, but she didn't, did she win anything? She did. No, she was robbed at the Grammys. Didn't Elton say he was going to kill someone if, if that happened? I believe he said he was going to punch someone if she didn't win a Grammy. I can't so. wait for that TikTok. I know. Who's he going to punch? <laughs> uh, yeah. I hope it's someone good. Well, I mean, Army Hammer's into that. So I think they could work something out. Maybe. I would love to watch Elton John punch Army Hammer. That would be. So I think good. it'd be great. Yeah, oh <laughs> David Derek Chauvin. Oh, punch him. Oh. Beautiful. So Alex, I, I gotta, I gotta ask. Um, do you have like a favorite mem of our college times together? Um. Oh, there's so many. I mean, the first, the number one thing that's coming to mind. It's not a flattering story, but when we lived together, Simon and I were roommates. Um, in what we called the Slut Shack, the FS69. It was a little yep. shitty house Shout in out. college. And uh, when we were moving out of the house, we had um, three other roommates. No, not this story. It was a big house, a lot of roommates. Oh my That's God. the first thing that came to mind. Uh, yeah, we'll oh keep going. God. And I mean, you can cut it. You can cut it. Whatever. Um, <laughs> you, Alex, you know <laughs> we do not we don't edit cut. this podcast. We don't cut anything. Okay, good. So I'm going to hang him out to dry walked into the kitchen while we're packing like packing to like move out and we're like you kind of you like help us like we need help like packing the 
the stuff up and he was really not having it that day and so he like yelled something and then he goes all of you need to get laid and then walks out of the room and it was so (laughs) i feel like there was a lot left out of that story i will say what would you like to add i would like to add that some people had gone into my weed drawer maybe and yeah, I did. And I made a cake about it. Okay. I made a <laughs> She did later redeem her. So they did go and smoke my weed, which was redeemed later by Alex by making an apology <laughs> cake. That's sweet. But you know me, sometimes I get a little, if, if my weed is tampered with, Blood sometimes I just low. lose it. Blood sugar is <laughs> low. I might lash out and tell the ladies of the house that they need to get laid. (laughs) (laughs) Well, as as they probably needed to. I think we all need to get laid a little bit more. I think we all need to. I did. (laughs) Can I just say that, like, one of the things that since the day I first started smoking weed, which uh, has been quite a while. 20 years ago. 20 years ago when I was nine years old. Um, I, I feel like it's just kind of like an unspoken or even a spoken about rule that like weed is the karma drug where you just smoke everyone and anyone up it's who true. wants to have some. It's true. And you know, it's going to come back. It and will. It, it just, will. it's like this kind of community drug mm-hmm. that we're like mm-hmm. high school musical. We're yeah, all in this together. Community drugs. I didn't know that at the time. <laughs> I've grown a lot since then. And we're I love all how we turn people. this around on you and now it's your I fault. know. <laughs> of all the fun stories of living with Simon, it's the one where he freaks out. <laughs> but <laughs> I mean... The naked on the roof story is fun. I, you were, we were just naked on the roof. Actually, I think yeah. it was just you. I don't know if I was naked. It was just me. It was just I me. Was just I, f- I felt the need to um, go sans vêtement on the roof, you know? Yeah. We used to go to Walmart all the time. Simon used to cook a lot of tilapia. His big thing in college was well maybe it was seasoned what did you season it with anything very lightly seasoned yeah yeah uh-huh. chicken bread simon, simon doesn't season anything yes i yes i do you had like a little barbecue or like soy sauce to it at the like after there's like a lemon pepper sort of situation I'm going sure it's on. better now this was like um, well i will say it is better in that i'm not cooking everything in a george foreman the george foreman was disgusting a choice. that was like the sixth roommate the George Foreman. <laughs> that is so accurate. <laughs> that is the most accurate thing that's been said today. Do you know? Okay, so like, do you remember when they announced the new Sex in the City reboot and like one of the characters isn't going to be there and they're yeah. like, well, who's going to replace him? It's like, New York's going to be one of the main characters. Yeah, they always say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In that. this case, it's the George Foreman, Foreman grill. <laughs> <laughs> so when they do a, a show about the Slut Shack 69 in our college years, that will be the... Uh, other roommate George Foreman. Oh my the god! Stories, the, the time stories we got like too high on Halloween and sat on the couch the entire time. That was a fun story too. Maybe I'll post that picture because I have that picture. Um, but That's we a hosted a Halloween party and we had gotten some like very potent stuff from Colorado. And so, as you do before you host a large scale event, you smoke a lot of weed beforehand. And um that's very much me like get out. Yeah. <laughs> and if you watch the show Portlandia, Alex and I had um dressed up as the women from the women and women first book store. Oh yeah. Yeah. For Halloween. Uh-huh. Yep. And so Candace and Tony. Candace and Tony, shout out. Um, <laughs> so 
needless to say, by the time people got there, I was just chilling on the couch, couch immobile. And um, it felt right for the character in in the moment, you know? But there's definitely a picture of me floating out there, just like someone someone had been like, Simon, look over here. And I very slowly turned to the camera and there's just nothing going on. Uh, yeah, I'll find it. I'll find it. Oh, we'll post it. It's we'll post one. it. It's a good one. So Alex, um, this is actually one of the episodes that we did uh, as kind of, okay, let's, who do we want to have on the podcast? And like, cause mm-hmm. this was back when like nothing was coming out and you were someone that we knew we wanted to have on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Long time um, coming. Spoiler alert too is Alex is probably one of the the best designers of our um, yes. some of our most iconic Instagram posts. Um, Simon as uh, for disco <laughs> and me Kylie. for plastic hearts. Uh, yes, I mean Alex. I will say I don't think you had to do as much with mine because <laughs> I dressed myself up pretty good. Aaron did his own makeup. <laughs> yeah, it was great. Yeah, um, but sh- thank you so much for doing that. Yes, yeah. but. I'll- so going going into this, like we asked you, what artist do you want to review? And it was Phoebe Bridgers. Can you tell us why? Um, well, just because she released an album in 2020, and I uh, I first feel like she's like starting to blow up right now, like especially after being nominated for Grammys and stuff. But it was just such a good album, and I just like talking about her and listening to her. So a cultural moment. Are you was this album the album that got you into it, or have you been listening to Phoebe since her like? I think she has a 2017 Christmas song or something. Yeah. Well, she has Stranger in the Alps, which was her first album. And I that's when I got into her. There's the song Motion Sickness, which people may have heard. It's like the, probably her most famous song. Um, I heard it on like a TV show, I think. I was watching. And I shazammed it. Probably and I house. Found her. I guess house. <laughs> I think it was this weird one with um, Pam from The Office. It's not The Office, but whatever show oh. she's in now, oh, I don't know what I'm yeah, uh-huh. She was on a show. I she just assumed divorced. they were getting she... divorced and living in the same house. Yeah. And then, yeah. 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 I honestly I just, ass- I just assumed that she was living off office royalties and doing that podcast. I mean, she is doing that too. I don't even know if this divorce show is still on or not. Um, I'm, but yeah. I'm still waiting because she's show. been doing like sponsorships after sponsorships that Jenna Fisher. I can't wait for her to do mm-hmm. the Adam and Eve promo <laughs> code. <laughs> Oh my god! Could you imagine? I think she would do it. That'd be so funny, though. Oh my god! Oh my yeah, gosh. but so I listened to it. I found Phoebe, and then uh, started listening to her. And then she released an album with Connor Oberst from Bright Eyes. Bright Eyes, yes. Last year, two years ago, twenty nineteen, I think. Um, mm-hmm. And that album's really good. She also has a like a supergroup, quote unquote, with two other female musicians um, called Boy Genius, and they released an album. She was like kind of prolific for how young she is and it's interesting because she doesn't just do stuff on her own it's not under just Phoebe Bridger's name it's like with other people other projects like she's not afraid to like go do other stuff and then come back and like do her own thing yeah because she's 25 right yeah I think. wow and yeah. she's she's booked and busy 25 and thriving 25 and thriving I, I don't what was I doing at 25 oh. Uh, working oh. at a dead end job. Yeah. <laughs> Not writing this kind of music, I'll tell you that. Oh. Yeah. I, I I will say that like I was when I was looking her up and trying to get some intel on who this Phoebe Bridgers character was, um, I did see that she had so many different collaborations and so many different like artist names that I was because mm-hmm. her discography is like two LPs 
and mm-hmm. like a lot of EPs and again Christmas yeah, songs. Yeah, a lot for of like reason. little onesie twosies. Mm-hmm. And I was yeah. like, I feel like she's an established artist. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when I found out that like Boy Genius, which I definitely have heard of Boy Genius before. Um, so it's just kind of a strange, strange listen. Or it's strange like to go back and and, and do that digging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, yeah so Simon, do you have any kind of background with Phoebe? Not a whole lot, I'll be honest. Um, I just, I I like if you, anyone who pays attention to music at all, I feel like like people were obsessed with this Punisher album in 2020. I feel like it, yeah. it, it definitely uh, had its moment, okay? It, <laughs> it, it did, it really did. And I noticed, oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm paying attention. I'm looking at the headlines. I have the pulse on culture. That's right. <laughs> and did I listen to the album right away? No, I didn't. Uh-huh. I'll be honest. Um, so it it was more around the like Grammys time when I was seeing um, Elton John go full thug, saying he's gonna beat people if she doesn't win a Grammy. I said, "Oh, that sounds serious." You yeah. know, mm-hmm. so um, yeah, I'm more of a newer uh, entry to, and kind of in like the Phoebe. weird segue moment in the way that I came about um, Phoebe was I, this album did come out and I had it like sent to me like two or three different times and I gave it a listen and I think I was not it, it was it came out like early COVID right like it was like maybe April or. Was it like May or June? May or yeah, like April, May, like kind of in that time period. Mm-hmm. Um, we could fact check it, but we're not gonna. Yeah, and and producer PJ is on Aaron's lap, so she can't. She's busy. She's busy. She's, busy. She's away from keyboard. Um, <laughs> and I gave it a listen, maybe two like two listens, trying to just like get into it. It just wasn't in wasn't my mood. I would think I was a little bit too busy with Chromatica. Oh. Um, yeah. Yes. And so I, I kind of was like, I, I feel like because she's so critically acclaimed, I need to give her more time. Mm-hmm. And I tried again, I tried again, I didn't really necessarily like it didn't land the plane for me. But what got me excited about going into this album and listening to it was her performances on SNL. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was like, okay, this is a vibe. I'm really into this. Mm-hmm. And um, so spoiler alert, I didn't really, I tried not to listen to this album as much as I could. I listened to it like twice and got kind of into it. But I waited knowing that we were going to be doing this episode mm-hmm. to start to, or to start listening to it like hardcore. And I have been listening mm-hmm. all week. Oh, oh. We well, go. speaking of like her aesthetic and her vibe, I would love to kind of get your guys read on just her. Because I love talking about like, I hate the word brand because it sounds so mm-hmm. influencer and like it makes me want to vomit. But she seems really like for someone who's 25, she seems very unaffected, but but not like in a annoying teenager way, yeah. like just very self-assured and cool. That's what you I get like that about vibe you, off her. Yeah. I feel like so. To be honest, you could put a picture of Brie Larson and a Phoebe Bridgers side by side, <laughs> and I would not be able to tell them apart. And honestly, they could have a full interview, they, and I would not be able to tell them apart. They do look like cousins. That's I so think. interesting. I've never thought about that. But they're like their personalities are also very similar. That like I don't really give a fuck vibe. Yeah, like yeah. I'm kind of just a little bit like, chiller. Like 
beyond it doesn't take herself seriously too seriously kind of yeah. yeah and I do think it is hard to play that like role in a public setting of like I don't really care without it coming off as like manufactured or trying too hard but from everything I've seen from her I like it feels very genuine and I'm very into that like after she didn't win a Grammy she posted a picture of her in her outfit that she wears on the (laughs) album cover with like her hands out and it's like me with all my Grammys (laughs) yeah her Instagram's really good she's also rumored to be dating the really hot guy from normal people if you guys have seen normal people oh my god the irish oh, guy wh- wh- the the main guy yeah paul mezcal I, th- I candidly i think he is he looks like he got beat up at an early age some people like still hot wait can you google him for me really quick i like i notice how we're not fact checking that earlier thing about phoebe but what a hot guy no, conversation hot comes guy. Yeah, yeah. I, I am looking it up right now. We're getting into it. We're we're looking at. I think it, like you. Ha- it's one of those. If you've seen normal people, you understand. It's a very sexy oh, show, hot and heavy. You get you get attracted to him as like a person, yeah, and less about. Yes, but yeah, like the. He's he's. He looks like a. a, 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 a he looks like an average Joe, which I, I can get into. I will say, though, that I, I loved, I, I only made it through like half that series before I was like, yeah, I don't, they keep getting in and out of it. And I keep, no, thanks. Not yeah, married. I didn't finish it either. I didn't finish Eat it, it but it was, it was, but she, is, she I watched it. that gal is cute. She is cute. Yeah. Yeah. She's like a young Anne know. Hathaway. Annie Hathaway. I'm sorry. Annie. Oh, Annie. She's Annie now. Ms. Hath. I, how are we talking about normal <laughs> people? <laughs> Live life. Live life to the okay. fullest. That's right. Yes. Okay. So guys. Album. Album. What are our thoughts? Do we have any? I have not a single thought. Honestly, not one word for me <laughs> that I want to say. What about you, Alex? Um, I'm a really big fan. I don't know if that's obvious. Um, I really like this album a lot i think i like it actually better than her first album mm-hmm. um i yeah there's not a lot that i don't like about it i'll say off off the top i was um very impressed with the songwriting it's yeah, so good really uh-huh. it's so good it's it's very very good. and i always have a moment when i like I'm still in this. So I'm in my late twenties now, guys. I'm getting older. We can see it. It's okay. Read. Um, It's always mind blowing to me when you have some like 23, 24, 25 year old person who has no business being this talented, but they're just out there doing it. It's like, it always blows my mind. Like, how do you do this? Well, I, I think it's kind of that. Um, and also, how dare you? Everyone thinks that they have to, you have to be like a certain age to, right. to find success. Cause, but uh-huh. it's also like, even at our age right now, we could become a successful podcast. <laughs> if it's not Adam too late for us. If Adam and Eve reaches out. <laughs> Come on, Adam and Eve. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Use promo Fingers code pop or flop just so they get the message. <laughs> you won't get anything off your order, but. Yeah, maybe, maybe they'll they'll be like, "Why are people trying to use that code?" Just start an email campaign. Oh my god, great idea! I love so one of the things that I, I really appreciated about this album was that she just took like regular things or even things that are um, 
kind of just like a, the Chinese satellite and wrote a song that like somehow was able to be her going through her internal feelings while connecting mm-hmm. it somehow to like probably this like surveillance satellite from, yeah. from China that's up in the sky that like should be a star but is not a star or like that's DVD menu song. yeah they're yeah. all kind of named after just like these w- nouns like that are just weird nouns yeah, yeah like these mm-hmm. kind of boring arbitrary things but it's it's fun yeah. to be able to see those kind of those parallels and see those like kind of uh metaphors and similes mm-hmm. between those like the song title and how she's like feeling within the song mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, like as you go through the album, it starts to feel like a, and I don't mean this in a bad way, but like a formula. And so when, which just I think speaks to what, that's how you know someone is doing something good when it starts to feel like recognizable and like a a brand, if you will. But but she makes it look very easy. But when you start to like go through the songs and the lyrics, it's not like, she just has a way of making it feel very just effortless, which I appreciated. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I will say that like, so we are recording at 10 AM on a Saturday. This is the perfect album for 10 AM on a Saturday cup of coffee. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say necessarily it doesn't have to be overcast, but I want there to be that that nippy chill in the air yeah. that you get in the yeah. fall. Well, there's sort of a melancholiness to like Phoebe's entire thing, like the whole vibe. So yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah um, I think you're definitely right, Alex. And I think what I love too in music is when you have a song that can feel kind of upbeat. And then when you look at the lyrics, it's like, ooh, I love like that Kyoto. for some reason. Yeah, uh-huh. Kyoto is it was very supposed that. To be, she wrote it as a slower song. And then her producers were like, we got to get some more up-tempo songs on yeah, the record. Like, like, mama, we got to pick come this on. up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there, there are a couple. Like, I was going through it and I was expecting Kyoto to be, like, the only kind of uppy song. But mm-hmm. there are some songs that really do kind of get me a little bit wiggling. Not... <laughs> Not to the extent of uh, other artists necessarily, but right? It's a soft wiggle, it's a more soft just like wiggle. a shimmy, maybe it's a thoughtful wiggle, a thoughtful wiggle, a, a, a shoulder shrug, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. A, a wiggle of the finger. Oh, a wiggle waggle, <laughs> if you will. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. Um. So I mean, I, overall, I think that this album, to me, it felt like a very cohesive package. There are definitely times and places that I, w- I want to go back and listen to this album. I think that um, her lyricism is, is just something to, um, to marvel in. There was a, a Christmas song that she released that I actually really, really enjoyed. I forgot what it's called. Um, but like, she's an artist that I'm gonna continue watching and continue trying to listen to her music for. So I'm super thankful for this album. For me, I would say this album is a, a total bop um, in that it, it's a cohesive package. I don't think there's a single song or like a couple songs that I'm going to pick out and leave the rest. This is truly like you either listen yeah. to Punisher as a whole mm-hmm. or you don't listen to it at all. And I, I really do appreciate that about uh, this album. Yeah. What about you, Alex? What are your thoughts? Um, I agree. I think there are songs like Kyoto is like on constant rotation for me on its own but otherwise i agree like it's a it's very easy for me to rip through the whole album and like not even notice that i did it at this point 
Um, but yeah, her quick. lyricism is like, it does go quick. It's not, yeah, it's not like super long. That's what I think I like about it too. It doesn't feel like there's a lot of like unnecessary like mm -hmm. songs that I would cut or anything, uh, you know, like, yes. that's, that's not well, necessary. you know, she might release the, from the vault version 20 years from now. Don't get me fucking Ooh. started. Where she releases five songs that should have never existed. Don't get me fucking started. <laughs> you, you're doing this on purpose. Don't do this because you know, I'm going to go off. Cause I think it's so fucking dumb. Stop this. I, well, we, so we have a lot to unpack on that episode coming out. In you guys are just a bunch of pranksters today. I'm <laughs> not here for it. Okay, God. I'll say it. Those fucking dumbass like puzzles she's releasing, girl. To you and your fans, go play some like Carmen fucking San Diego bullshit. I don't want to see it on my feed. I don't give a fuck. Okay. I like how this podcast has taken you from like a Taylor Swift kind of whatever to like a full on Taylor Swift hater. <laughs> That's because <laughs> I'm continually confronted. Suscepted. You are. <laughs> I'm confronted by Aaron. He does this on purpose, people. He wants reactions out of me. Well, you got it. It okay. makes a good podcast. <laughs> Anyways. <sighs> there will be a lot of thoughts. I'm, I'm saving all of my thoughts on all of the, the current promotion until the album comes out because yeah. I, I, Simon, I think we have a lot of similarities, but I, I don't want to say all similarities because I think there is a rhyme and a reason to her madness. If there are any more Taylor Swift episodes, know that I have <laughs> no more fucks to give. I can't do another album review. We have done two, Alex. I we know, might I do wouldn't. a third. I'm fighting to not do a third. If there's a fourth, there will be homicides and headlines to accompany. You'll, you'll pull an Elton John? Yeah. yeah <laughs> Maybe on myself. <laughs> Probably this guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The closest <laughs> available <laughs> podcast host. <laughs> Ugh. So any any other closing thoughts on the album as a whole? Um, I really like the album artwork. That's something I would like to point out. Yes. Uh-huh. It's very good. Photo, she, she works with that photographer a lot, I've noticed. I think they're like friends. And he does beautiful mm -hmm. work. And that's, I just love that photo on the, on the cover. It's like iconic to me. Very so like striking. To total bop for you, I'm assuming. Yes, total bop, total bop. Total bop. Yes. Um, to piggyback off of that thought, I, as someone who uh, is a creative soul myself, I would say, um, I really appreciate that the package she's delivering with Punisher is, it feels so complete. And not just from a music perspective, but the aesthetic, the photography, all of that mm -hmm. creative direction stuff feels so right and so mm -hmm. just cohesive is the word we keep using, but it is. It's so good. It's so yeah, good. Yeah, no, like her live performances of it feel very cohesive to me. Like different, yes. they're all different, but they all kind of go together. Exactly. Uh -huh. You know me, I see. love it. I love a darker color palette. I love a pop of red. I do. Oh my God. I do. You are going to be hearing some prairie Seriously, snores. this is the PJ I episode. love it. She is so oh. cute. Oh. You guys need to get a Patreon video podcast just so people can see Crazy. Just PJ. That's actually a good idea, Alex. You know, know honestly, the adventures of PJ. What if it just is like the my security camera, or like my home camera, just facing on seven? You get access to her live stream. Live stream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually not a bad idea. We should take this off the off the offline. Discuss yeah. this for uh, everything. Um, but yeah, I. Like I mentioned earlier, I was really taken with the songwriting. I was very impressed by it. Um, I 
I do think there are so many avenues that she could go to from here. And I'm very excited to see what's coming next for Miss Phoebe. Um, I do feel like I need more time with this album in that I haven't had like, you know, that moment you have with an album where everything clicks and every song is so exciting. Yes. Uh I'm still waiting for that moment, but I'm I'm like so sure it's going to happen for me that I'm not going to like, not going to put expectations on it. I'm just going to like, when the time comes, right place, right time, Mm -hmm. it'll happen. It'll be beautiful. I'm so excited for that someday. I do really like I'm excited for kids someday. Well, I'm excited for (laughs) really getting into Punisher. (laughs) 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 That's right. So for me, this is like such a fantastic album. Definitely a bop. And I'll let you guys know when I have that, like, uh, come to Jesus moment. This might be, like, the second triple bop album of the the year. Bops have been hard to come by. I was was thinking about it, and I was laughing a little bit that, um, like, what if we had a special guest on for, like, one of these episodes to deep dive into one of their favorite artists? And they come and they say, yeah, this album was a flop for me. (laughs) Could you... (laughs) Like they they get it they they put us through the ringer trying to like appreciate and get to know them better and then they're like yeah um, after giving it a second listen a second listen a second listen. they're like uh uh-uh. uh no ma'am they're like I actually didn't like oh my that. god wouldn't be wouldn't be the first time I bet there you go well should we maybe go into our top bops of the album yeah um anyone dying yeah. to start. I, I feel like I should start because mine is the most vanilla. Um, okay. okay. My top bop is Kyoto. Um, Fair. And this was one of those ones where it was like, I don't want to pick the lead single, but I feel like I kind of have to because the lead single is that good. Right. It's Not the even the lead song. single, is the second <laughs> single, I think. But like, right. it was that good. And it's what really like got me in the vibe. And there's so much I want to talk to about it just in terms of like, the music of it. So can we I give know. it a listen? Yeah. Yeah. Let's give it a really quick listen. We're going to, we're going to hit pause. We're going to bring up the the Apple music, not sponsored. Um, and we're going to just listen through. We suggest you do the same and we'll be right back. <laughs> wow. That was really good. I, I, I really, it, this song, you're, this is like the song of like the lyrics don't match the, the music. Uh-huh. Yeah. Cause it, 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 it's about like it, the dad. It just, I think it's the, the, the trumpets that come in and it's kind of just like a fun little journey. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And it's, it starts kind of slower and it builds, but at the beginning you still get that like, just the very beginning of the song just cements the song as one of the best songs of last year, like period point blank. Yeah. Nothing else to say there, but like when you get to the lyrics too, it's like, I thought I loved you, but then I didn't. Yeah. And then she's just like, I guess I lied. Like, (laughs) it sort of feels to me like she's like throwing it back. It's part of this is about like her dad and how her dad has an addiction or still has an addiction of some sort. And, it's that sort of feels like she's like throwing it back at him. Like you kind of left me and didn't give a shit. So like, oops, guess I don't either. 
Right. No, and you see that a lot in her lyrics where it's like she's talking about something and then she'll just kind of add like a flippant comment. Mm-hmm. And I love that so much. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like, I think some artists could learn a thing or two from her about because um, she just there's so much implied in her lyrics that mm-hmm. aren't said. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. But yep. but everyone picks up on it, right? So yeah. there's some people who could learn from that. And I'm not talking about one person in particular. There are so many pop artists right now who just like, it's really beating you over the head with it. Uh-huh. Maybe yeah. someone we're reviewing next week. Oh, we're yeah, maybe. Maybe. We'll have to talk about that one. I listened to a little bit of that and I was like, we'll text okay. you offline, Alex. <laughs> oh, okay. God. It, I, okay, well, I'm excited about that album. I'm excited, yes, too. I'm excited, you're, too. You're right. There's, like, two There's two alleys of, of music making these days. There's, like, the very literal, like, you broke my heart, and I am crying. And yeah. then there's the one that just kind of, like, makes it into, like, this, like, these metaphors and this kind of this poetry like within it. Where yeah. you do have to do a little bit of digging to be able to get to, like, oh, my God, we are sponsored Read by Bubbly. Lines, <laughs> Bubbles. Bubbly sponsor. <laughs> Thank you. Cheers. Cheers. Um, while I'm using my flesh <laughs> just kidding we can do it we can do a double sponsorship episode bubbly we're here for you too yeah <laughs> they love um, the gays they, they do. do they do the the drag queens the drag queens in particular drag queens but yeah really? I, I know oh they do they do uh-huh. they do mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um but yeah I just that's like my favorite kind of lyricism is the kind where the 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 feeling and like the, the picture is built like at a high level and you fill in the rest but when they when an artist does it right there are so many common elements that people can pick up on together Mm -hmm. and like god that's so good and she's 25 I'm so fixated on the age I'm like what the fuck that's so incredible to me like it's like natural talent I think I some people are born with it maybe she's born with it maybe maybe it's Maybelline that's right. And it, it starts off in like what I now consider to be like classic Phoebe fashion is like day off in Kyoto. And we're just going from there. Oh, yeah. It, I love that. The song starts with her just kind of like reminiscing about this day. And it turns very in- quickly into like, OK, well, that reminded me of this, which reminded me of that, which reminded me of you, which. OK, now we're talking about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's great. Great thing. song. She sort of like reminded me of a country artist in that way that country sort of can like, will like paint a picture about where they are and what's around them. And, and not every, I'm not, not every chorus and and verse and whatever is the same thing. It's always different. It's moving. It's evolving. It's, you know, can I say that's my favorite kind of music is the ones where the, the verses and choruses just change slightly enough. Yeah. Yeah. And you know who does that? Me too. I'm not Oh my God. Give the first time I ever heard an artist do that was Taylor Swift's love story. Yeah. Like that's truly <laughs> yeah. the first time I ever heard like the Talk story about, being yeah, told through the song. Yeah. I know. Oh God. Yeah. Sorry, Sorry for bringing she, it back to that. She invented it. I'm sure. <sighs> and she also invented puzzles and, you know, oh riddles, et cetera. Some of our mugs, I guess, have like, wow, what's going on? Do you see that? <gasps> oh my God. Is this a bot? Oh There's God, a, what's going on? It, it has, it's like indented in where you can see the ceramic clay on oh, the mug. For those that are, that are uh, watching our um, 
our video version of the podcast. I'm showing it on the screen right now for everyone to be able to see. Right. Absolutely. Um, subscribe to our Patreon. This is the third tier. Um, this is $30 <laughs> a month. It's a lot of money, <laughs> sweetie. So, well worth it. Well worth, worth it. it. <laughs> but yeah, I uh, I'd agree, Aaron. Total bop. Um, so Alex, I am curious, uh, what is your top bop of the album? Mm. Um, my top bop of the album is, I think, I Know the End, which is the last song on the album. Well, And she performed it on SNL, as you said earlier. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And it was very good. And she smashed her guitar. And she got in a fight with David Crosby about it. <laughs> Okay, well, let's be real too. Let's talk about it after this. But like, she didn't really smash it too like glamorously. It took a while. It took a while, and also she told the guitar company that she was going to smash it before she did. (laughs) Like she did it in the most respectful way. Right. (laughs) So should we take a listen real quick and come back? Yeah, I'd love to. All right, we'll be right back. Don't go. Oh, oh, oh. What? What that was? You'll just have to guess. We'll be right back. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Back. Um, <laughs> was that like a, a a preview of our ASMR Patreon? Mm. I, I think it. I think that's fourth tier. <laughs> Hi everyone, welcome back. We we Ooh, do that sounds a tingled on my side. <laughs> was that good, Alex? It worked. I'll do, yeah. <laughs> I'll do another. Welcome back to Popper Flop. We're using our flesh track right now. <laughs> Oh, I don't like that. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> that was just a small sampling of our Patreon's fourth tier. <laughs> so yeah, we just listened to The End is Near. We um, did. Mm-hmm. Alex, tell us a little bit about why you chose that as your top app. Okay, well, it's actually called I Know the End. It and is. Yeah. I chose that Look. as my top app. <laughs> Look, I'm not a professional, but I am, okay? Um, because it has a key change, and any song that has the key change is automatically a good song, in my opinion. It's cool. <laughs> the, the fact that like it gets kind of this, it really ramps up. It's almost, it's not two songs, because it does feel cohesively one. Like, there are the yeah. um, Hard Feelings Loveless um, from Lord, where it's pretty mm-hmm. much kind of two songs, but wrapped into one. Yeah. This does feel like a cohesive song, but it does... Mm-hmm. have that transition moment and it does have the key change like you're talking about that build up and this yeah, is a tough one for me open. because of that mm-hmm. oh, oh that's a tough one for so you it's not did it take your favorite. did it take you out it's not my least favorite but i think i i get excited for the second half but the first half doesn't really do anything for me mm. <gasps> like do like in terms of like in terms of listening it pa- to it passively i'm always like oh, the final song actually isn't that great. And then it comes on to that part and I'm like, okay, yeah, it's really good. Yeah, it picks up. Interesting. Yeah, my, Not my, my biggest part, pop though. I, say, I do like the back end of the song better because there's so many good, just like little vignette, like good little like vignettes that she paints with her words. Like the, I love yeah. the line about some America first rap country song. That's like hilarious yes. to me. Like, uh-huh. Yes, that <laughs> whole these- that whole section is so yeah bad. yeah is that is that a um a throwback to the one little nas x uh old, old town yeah no, old I town road is that what it is because that no, i think it's more like uh like kid rock style kind of like 
rap, yes. rap country, like not like Lone Wolf yeah. style, more like like Trumpy. You know what I mean? Okay. Like more like Limp Biscuit or something. <laughs> like more well, what like I would say is, right, right, I know. I feel like the uh, what was the song called again? Old Town Road. Old Town Road. <laughs> that song yeah, like was up up until uh, Lil Nas X came out as gay. That was like the conservative anthem for like, we like black people too. You know, it was their, it was their way of being able to be like, let's play this on our boat. And then they probably now <laughs> nowhere Fast near the boat anymore, mama. Mm-hmm. Nike Working said on no, Satan. Thank you. Absolutely. Mama. I'm on board. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I loved that, <laughs> that picture that she was painting about like driving through this area with like yeah. the billboard that says the end is near and like the fear of God and the America. It reminds first. me of Iowa driving oh back god, to Ames. right oh my god and like the oh, big sh- like abortion signs <sighs> and stuff yeah 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 like yeah oh god it did bring me somewhere i will say that the the painting of the picture like obviously i don't think that there's any like actual connection here but it reminded me a ton of olivia rodrigo's driver's license <laughs> Where she's yeah. like picket fences and the whole thing, and she's just like spends like an entire verse just naming random things she sees while driving. Uh huh. It, <laughs> it was very that. That's so funny. I love that. I'm, I'm sure that they both are honored to have that comparison out in the world. I mean, honestly, I would be. <laughs> I would I, honest. Driver's both license. both artists are big in their own right. They are, and they're doing their own thing. And both artists wrote their own songs, so good for them. There you go. Did you guys see that there was a, a controversy, like a, an article that was posted? Um, I want to say it was this week about tons of songwriters are now um, kind of petitioning to say, okay, the Demi Lovato's of the world, okay, probably even the Beyonce's of the world. There's this um, this saying in the, like an unspoken rule in in like the music industry that you change a word, you get a third. So artists will like change a word in a song or they'll just slightly tweak it a tiny bit. Mm. And then they're like, well, now I should get songwriting credits and they'll take ownership, you know, like, yes. Wow. We know there are artists that are, can't clearly be bothered to write their own shit. They don't, they don't care. They're just pop machine. They're more interested in the artistry, et cetera. Like I would. The performance. Yeah. I love Beyonce, but she is, she's. Yeah she's officially like an artist curator now or like a, a music curator where she, we know she does not write her songs, but she goes, this is the story I want to tell. Here's the visualizations I want to do. She kicks off that creative brief to the agency. The agency comes back yeah. and, and they come back with the different songs. That's legitimately like how she does music now, which is, I don't want to say is a bad way of doing it. Cause there's still there's, an artistry. There's there. definitely like, that is still very difficult. And Beyonce is like the pinnacle of being able to do that. Whereas other people do not do it as well. No. Yeah. And so there's like all of these songwriters that are out there right now going like, if I wrote this song, no, 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 you are not getting songwriting credit, Mm -hmm. which I, I actually am very excited for because as someone that listens and and really does uh, look at who wrote the songs to be able to go like, okay, this is very clearly a song that Jack Antonoff helped with or yeah. whatever. Yeah. It, it helps, uh, it'll help us as music reviewers be able to go, okay, d- is this a personal experience that she went through? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What I'll also say is that this is a, a great topic for next week's episode too, because oh. that episode or that artist, which we will go offline about, um, mm-hmm. 
is uh, also very similar in this vein where the songs you'd have to think are written by her. Right. But there's no way. It's Demi Lovato. We'll talk about it next week. <laughs> oh. Spoiler alert. Okay. I was like, at this point, like we spent like eight minutes talking like, about is? next week's episode. I think she writes some of her stuff though, doesn't she? She, I, was I think her she documentary. I, she did back in the day, and I think that there are songs on this that she um, on this like next sober, album that she sober? definitely had her hand Anyone? in. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> that's beside the point. We still have one more top bob to get through. Oh, guys, that's this true. is really anticlimactic. I just forgot to mention that Kyoto is also my top bob. <laughs> wow. I mean, Great. yeah. <laughs> I will say that another song that I really, that did tickle my fancy was Graceland too. I liked that one a ton. That was another one that just, I really did like, but um, didn't make the cut because Kyoto truly did make me feel like I was getting taken. I will. I will. My other favorite garden song. I was going to, I was just going to say my runner up is garden song. That's another like, oh, so good. But it's a single for a reason. Mm. So I, this is going to be a tough one because like I even, this is another album where there was not a very clear this song needs to go because it is such a cohesive album. It kind of really feels like when the album is a bop, the biggest flop is one of the harder things to review. Yeah. This was one of those albums that feels perfectly edited. It yeah, really I does. Really felt that way too. And yeah. like the more we review music, the more and more I appreciate albums that feel this way. Because so many albums freaking yeah. come out and you're just like, why is this on here? This needs absolutely needs to go and i'm like a plebeian mm-hmm. who can like notice that something is wrong right you know like yeah anyway yeah. taylor puts too yeah, many songs on her cool. album whatever there's the song that just is like dua lipa's boys will be boys where we're just like yeah, just get you gotta get girl it. Oh no one was God. asking you to make that anthem <laughs> no one was <sighs> why am i not a consultant but i will say that that's i like, that's like a new i don't find song. that song now that's like you have to have on your on your pop album a song about how feminism is cool these days these These days days, yeah yeah Yeah. for sure sure. so what we have to i mean we don't have to we we control our narrative here but like we are contractually obligated (laughs) to i have we signed a contract with adam and eve (laughs) as we recorded this they contacted us and we are now sponsored (laughs) just kidding we're not we're not we're not um but we're open to it open to it biggest (laughs) Open like a flesh jack. <laughs> <laughs> um, I could start if you guys yeah, want. Um, like you said, not, nothing really stood out on any of my listens. Is like, oh, that one. <laughs> That's a skip. Um, but just for me personally, I thought the song Halloween was, um, just compared to all the other offerings, I didn't find the... Um, the like quippiness, the one-liners in the songwriting to be as effective as the other songs that I yeah I liked mm-hmm. yeah yeah. What about you, Alex? Hollow yeah, Halloween. I agree about that because I, I like the songwriting and stuff. To me, it's more the the like chorus part where she's like singing the word Halloween. There's something about like the chorus yeah. that I don't love. It's sort of I don't know. There's like a maybe, groupiness it, to it that's not my fave. It could have used like a like another round of revisions, maybe. Yeah, yeah. So that's mm-hmm. what like jumps out to that in that song. For okay. me, my biggest flop was Savior Complex. Mm. I like it, but again, there's like just it's more the 
I like the songwriting. It's more the singing and the way that like she delivers lines and stuff. And that for me, that just like doesn't tickle my fancy as much. But I did want to point out there's a line in that song that's really like kind of shady about uh-huh. Eric Clapton. Oh yes. Phoebe, like loves to clown on old white guys. She like that's like one of my favorite yeah, songs. Yes, we love. <laughs> she this. has like no like respect for like just because you're like a, a musician and you're respected doesn't mean she's going to give you respect. You don't deserve it. <laughs> right. And so there's like a lot, there's a line where he says, we hate tears in heaven, but it's sad that his baby died and tears in heaven in a Clapton song. Yeah. And his baby <sighs> fell out a window and died in real life. Right. Like, oh. I don't know, in the, a long time ago. But that's like about Eric Clapton and in and he also like is a racist so i mean he sucks but it is right. sad that his baby died and, but like what a shady lie and that is that is like peak phoebe though to yeah. be like i freaking hate this but like i guess this part of it is sad yeah yeah <laughs> like, this is the sad part of course like phoebe would point out the sad thing right <laughs> but that is i'm so glad you brought up that line because i I clocked that during one of my listens. And I was like, that's yeah. fucking incredible. Well, and there's like a line later in that song and she's talking about, we fought about John Lennon and I want to know what, what like size she was F. on. When was. She's saying, yeah. You fought about yeah. John Lennon. Cause I'm wondering if it's, again, it could like, be, it could be just like hot or not, you know, like <laughs> I mean, it, could be, yeah. it could be we something should, as simple uh, as the guy from normal hair. people, hot or not. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we should slide into her DMs and she's like, hi, Phoebe. I hope you're having a great day. Um, uh, we'll send her this episode. And yeah. She can, she can let us know your thoughts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Leave a five-star review. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I don't know. I don't we, know about that. we still have only had one episode where the person we were reviewing DM'd us and was like, oh, that was a fun episode. Like, uh, yeah, we did have it? that. Astrid S. Astrid S. Yeah. Wow, yeah. that's cool. She's like, I listened, and we actually went on to like our ho- hosting site, and there was a listen from Iceland. Or, or was it Sweden? Sweden or Sweden. wherever she's from. Yeah. yeah. And we we're yeah. like, wow. clocked it, clocked we it. We see you, girl. So we do oh stand for that reason. Mm-hmm. We do stand. Awesome. Well, I stand for other reasons because she puts out great bops. That's also a reason. <laughs> but yeah, I do stand for that reason too. Um, so, Aaron, what was your biggest flop? Biggest flop, flop for me was uh, it was a tough one. I think that the the song that ends up landing for me, and this is, I feel like this is a cop out, but uh, DVD menu. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say, yeah, I skip it. it. I always skip it. I just <gasps> you really like. I don't skip it. If you're going to have uh, like a music intro, it's got it's got to serve and be mm-hmm. like truly the build into the next song or the build into the other moment or whatever else. And this song, like, truly, y- you didn't need because. Um, yeah. I think it's garden song right after it. Like you yeah, don't, yeah. you don't garden really song, like garden yeah. song could start the album just fine. Mm-hmm. I get not wanting to start with Kyoto because Kyoto is a vibe in and of itself. Oh, so um, but yeah. Right. So for me, it's DVD menu. It. Yeah, I agree. I had that on my list too, for the same reason. I was, it's sort of just like, if, I always think that that sort of stuff is a little like self-indulgent. I guess some people wouldn't artists do it and they like add in like little interstitials and shit. She didn't do a lot of that, which I don't mind, but there's some people that do like way too much. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. Out here doing the most. <laughs> mm. um, so like so Chance the Rapper, I just like think of his album that he put out that was like the opposite of this completely unedited, too much shit, stuff everywhere, oh, all that kind of I hate that. Little, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah not to, not to, uh, 
what's the word I'm looking for? Um, foreshadow next week's episode too much, but I feel like we'll be talking about editing a lot in that episode. Oh, interesting. I gotta listen to we, that we one, might. Who knows? We might. What I will say though is like there, there's something to be said about just if you're not gonna release a cohesive piece of art that's meant to be consumed as an album that's like this is the final work, release it as like call it a compilation. You know what I mean? Like call it something mm-hmm. else other than like this is an album to say like compiled work of 2021. You're just trying yeah, to throw it all out that's there and a call great it a day. idea. Because that's a great idea. Then we we're not trying to find the story, we're not trying to find the common thread, and we're not trying, we're going, there's some good, some bad. This mm-hmm. is just like a stream of consciousness mm-hmm. compilation. Yeah, if you're releasing an album that has upwards of 17 plus songs and not every single one of those is absolutely necessary, that means either you're too stubborn or you have too many people around you saying yes. Uh-huh. Which both are bad. And that's yes, that on that. And that's why people tune into Bopper Flat because we tell it like it is. We're industry professionals. <laughs> Soon to be Grammy voters. Yeah. I did want to say, before I forget, um, we I haven't mentioned it. I don't know if you guys know that the reason it's called the album's called Punisher and the song Punisher is because she's like a huge Elliot Smith fan. Okay. And a Punisher is like a like a fan basically, like a huge fan that kind of hangs out at the merch table and is like annoying. Oh. And so that's the reason that it's called Punisher. And then the song Punisher is about like her love for Elliot Smith and whatever. Oh my God. That's Didn't so fun. fun Didn't know that. That's a fun fact. I'm going to go back and listen to, to really dive into that. <laughs> That's so mm-hmm. cool. Oh. <laughs> and I feel like I'll just have more of those moments as I keep listening to this album. Oh, of course. Yeah. <sighs> Love it. Um, well, we have one last segment mm-hmm. and that is the single obsession of the week. Yes. Does anyone want to start? Um, I'll dive in real quick. Yeah, sure. I feel right. like, you know, we're, you know, we're starting to get vaccinated. Alex, you know, you'll get there. You'll get there. Sorry, you're not a Minnesota girl. Yeah, she'll get. Make there. an appointment. In- Actually, I don't know how that works. Yeah. Can you make well, an appointment here? I you mean, probably I could. could. I I could make an appointment in the suburbs right now. They're not checking shit, but I'm gonna wait until the 12th, like a good girl, and then. Oh, that's right. Chicago's different. Yeah. But book, yeah. but book it now Ahead for an appointment time. after yeah. the 12th, and then yeah. lie. Well, I don't know if you should lie. You don't but- need to. That's fine. No. <laughs> um, but yeah. So with that happening, I feel like. We're, we're making progress. We might be out in the world eventually, but still, even if you're vaccinated, wear a mask, wear a um, mask. follow CDC guidelines, please. Thank you. Unless you're making out with someone and you're just exchanging oxygen with one other person. That's right. Um, but I have just been in a dancey mood, a little bit of a throwback mood. So I have been listening to Whitney Houston's uh, Million Dollar Bill. The remix version or the actual just regular? The OG. Oh, I love that song. I love that song. So good. So I've good. Heard it, it is a classic. You've never heard it, girl. You gotta. Okay. Uh, right after this. Right after this. Okay. <laughs> um, Alex, what have you been listening to all week? What's your single obsession? Um, it's um, with two things, mostly Peaches by Justin Bieber. <laughs> uh, okay, oh all right. God. Oh, God. That's been truly a solid all week. Um, came out of okay. left field, wasn't expecting it. Love that. Um, and then also Montero by Lil Nas X, which is also came out of left field. Because to be honest, I'm not a huge like Lil Nas X uh, fan, just like music wise. Mm-hmm. But I actually really like the song. <laughs> yeah, I feel like and, he's like making stands out of all of us like we have we literally have, have no, no choice. choice yeah it, that's true 
Yeah. And I'm okay with that. I'm like, yeah. I am too. Put out the album, girl. We will give we will give it a review. Exactly. Yes. Oh. And we'll tag you so you can share it in your stories. Because it'll be interesting if nothing else. Yeah, that album will have a ton of hype around it. I'm sure. Mm -hmm. I bet. I'm very excited. Um, Aaron, why don't you close it out for us? What have you been listening to? So uh my new music Friday this week was legitimately really good, mm. which is sometimes a toss up, especially because now that I listen to a ton of uh, EDM music when I work out, mm. sometimes it's just is a little bit too much EDM. And I'm yeah. like, I, I don't listen to just that. That's yeah. like just mm-hmm. workout stuff. Mm-hmm. And so this was actually a really good one. And there's this uh, new song by Julia Michaels called All Your Exes. Oh. And it's pretty much just like, I want to kill all of your exes. I don't want them to exist because like, no, no, no. I am bitter. Like, get over that. Done. Yeah. I'm looking at the album cover here. She has a chainsaw. My God. It is. (laughs) It is a very like kind of pointed song. And I love a pointed song that just Mm. is like, you fucked me over. Mm. Let's Mm -hmm, talk about it. Let's talk Um, about it. Which I think she's still dating that one guy, JP Sachs or whatever his name is. Or who, I don't don't know. I don't even know anything about her, to be honest. Me either, but more like I know her name. I know of her. JP sucks. Am I right, ladies? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Now clap. (laughs) Oh my God. Speaking of, um, Alex, are you familiar with like all, I'm sure you are, but like all the videos on YouTube where it's like Wendy Williams, where she's just like, if you think this clap and she says in her audience and they're like, have you seen those? So she's like, no, my favorite I mean, I one. Can imagine. Okay. No, but they're, they're, they're all like, she tells now clap. Yeah. <laughs> she forces them to clap. But that's like my favorite part of that show is like the audience interaction is so funny. And there's one where she's like, clap. Clap if you've ever wanted to kill someone. <laughs> and the audience is just like, yes, yeah, yes. And it cuts to one woman who's like, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, this is me. <laughs> I can relate. So good. So good. Uh, so, um, Alex, if people want to find, connect, see some of your work, uh, where can they find you out in the world? Um, I'll send people to my website, alexmcdaris.com. Um, that's where all my work is. I'm a designer, design work. So don't go there expecting nudes or anything. I don't know anything yeah, more spicy. That's for our Patreon. That's for our Patreon. That's for your, pa- yeah, for your Patreon. Um, and then you can, uh, my Instagram is private. So it's not, <laughs> it's not for your consumption. Uh-uh. <laughs> that's right. And gr- hire this girl. She's so talented. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you haven't seen me as Kylie Minogue, I mean, the work speaks for itself. <laughs> you you really changed to a brand new person with that. Yeah. Transformed, if you will. Pretty incredible. Yeah. Um, Aaron, where can they find you? Well, I don't really post too much on social anymore. No. But if you do want to find me, I'm at the Aaron, T-H-E-E-H-R-E-N. Weird, I know. But you'll get you'll used get, to it. God damn it. I'm out of practice. You're out of practice, I'm out girl. of practice. I used to say it all the time. Oh, God, and uh, Simon, where can people find us? Oh, you can find us at Bop or Flop Podcast on Instagram. So much fun going on there. Uh, you can find me on Instagram as well, at The Realist Simon. Uh, my personal playlist on Spotify, if you care, it's I Love This Playlist. It's great. It's so good. Um, 
And I'll smile every time I see you're listening to that playlist. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Every day. Uh, and then, you know, eventually I'll get our top bops playlist together for this year. But we if both you, will. I, I, we it, haven't done it yet. It's not, it's but coming. revisit last year's. Revisit last year's. There's some top, good hits on it. Top bops of 2020, I believe it's called. I think like it is. Yeah. yeah it's and great. it's on our link tree on our Instagram. So go there, follow the page. Literally forgot we had a link tree, but we do. We do. I was say, and professional. You have a link tree. Look at you. You know, there are things that we do and that's one of them. Thank you so much. It's also a great way to be able to go onto Apple podcasts and leave us five stars, um, Mm -hmm. write a review, say like, pretty okay. Um, but I laughed once or twice, as long as you give five stars, I don't care what the words say. We'll take it. Yeah. I could say poop. I could say, (laughs) you can say they talk about poop a lot and flesh jacks, but I'm kind of into it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Well, Alex, thank you so much for joining us today. I had such a nice time. Thank you for having me. This was a delight. Oh my gosh. And if if all goes according to plan, Alex, I'll be seeing you later this year in Chicago for Gaga. We. We. We'll be seeing you. All three of us. I'm so excited. Oh Oh my God. I can't wait. It's going to be so good. I'm going to lose my mind. I'm going to lose that. I'm going to lose my cookies, even. Mm. Uh, oh, I'm going to have those Chromatica cookies for us. We're bringing those in, Mama. Stop it. I'm going to go as a Chromatica <laughs> cookie. Oh. <laughs> or like, can we all you go guys, as... People will. People will. I'm going to oh, go as sure. her from the Weather Channel. I was going to say, <laughs> could we all go as like one of her brand sponsorships? Like, someone can be the Dom Perignon. <laughs> someone can be the Chromatica <laughs> cookie. <laughs> 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 Nothing is more funny to me than when she posted the Dom Perignon announcement on Instagram that she is partnering Ugh. with them. And one of the comments was, can you please collaborate with Chromatica? Chromatica. <laughs> Kill me. That is so funny. Ugh. All right. Well, dear leaders, thank you for joining us another week. Um, we'll be back next week because that's, that's what, how we do this. That's how we do it. All right. All right. Bye. Bye, everyone.